Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Oderico, and joining me is LPJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts. We're broadcasting live every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the blogtalkradio.com network, bringing you some of the best golfers, teacher professionals, and entrepreneurs helping to elevate women's golf. We're so glad you decided to join us this morning, so grab your coffee and let's get started. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this morning here on the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Odorico, and right alongside, of course, uh, each and every week is none other than Legends Tour player and LPGA professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts of the Women of Golf Show. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. How are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, got a great show planned uh, this morning. Uh, we're going to be joined here in just a moment uh, by the uh, most recent winner on the Symmetra Tour. Uh, in fact, it was her first win, Cindy, uh, the 2019 Firekeepers uh, Casino Hotel Championship. Of course, I'm talking about Suchia Chang. Uh, this is her first win as a professional, so I'm sure she's very, very excited and probably a little nervous too as well uh, to get that first win under her belt. Uh, and then a little bit later on, we're going to be joined by your daughter, uh, Kelly Miller Alicia, uh, who is, of course, as you may recall from uh, a month or so ago when she was on the show, she's the senior talent booking producer uh, at the Golf Channel. And, uh, of course, she just had uh, another baby here. And um, so she's been on a little bit of maternity leave. Uh, but uh, I know she's got some great things to share as well. So we'll talk to her a little bit later on the show. But um, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on the Women of Golf Show. Uh, as always, we are live Tuesday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern uh, here on the blogtalkradio.com network. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll play... A, uh, uh, some other great ways uh, through a clip uh, that you can tune into the show as well. So make sure you uh, stay tuned for that. All right, uh, Cindy, our first uh, guest joining us this morning, as I mentioned, is Suchia Chang. Uh, she is 21 and a native of Taipei. Uh, her, she's a four-time uh, winner on the LPGA of Taiwan as an amateur. Uh, she also won the 2014 uh, Shyman Open as an amateur in uh, her debut on the Ladies European Tour. Uh, she's a member of the t- of Team uh, Chinese Taipei in the 2016 UL International Crown uh, with a 2-2-0 record. Uh, she's had nine starts on the LPGA Tour as an amateur with the best finish of uh, tied 15th at the 2014 Fubon uh, LPGA Taiwan Championship, which was uh, presented by Taiwan Mobile. Uh, and finished uh, tied 36 at the final stage of the 2015 uh, LPGA qualifying tournament to earn her priority list category 17 status for the 2016 uh, LPGA Tour season. Um, and as I mentioned, her first uh, career win was as a professional uh, was the 2019 Firekeepers Casino Hotel Championship, which was just this past weekend on the Symmetra Tour. So I know she's very excited about that. So Cindy, uh, let's welcome Suchia uh, Chang to the show. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? We are doing fantastic. Doing welcome. Um, Thank Suchi, you, guys. I'm Ted Odorico. You're very welcome. I'm Ted Odorico, and, and uh, also Cindy Miller uh, is host of the show, so we're very excited and glad to have you here. And uh, I can imagine you're pretty excited uh, to have your first win uh, as a professional. 
Yeah, you know, uh, this just means a lot to me, and I've been waiting for this for, you know, my whole life. Um, it's just such a dream come true for me. Well, I know uh, we're excited for you as well. And uh, let me just ask you just to start off, uh, Suchia, uh, and then uh, Cindy, uh, I know you have some questions as well. Um, let's just give the people a little bit of a backdrop uh, to the story for you. When did you first start to play golf, and how did you get into golf? Was, was it uh, who, who brought you into uh, to this great game? So I started from when I was about like maybe like six or seven, and then um, – my dad, um, he's the reason brought me into golf. You know, he used to play golf. Um, he wants to bring the family to learn golf, and, you know, they brought me together. So, yeah, that's how I got into golf. And you're also, I noticed you're, you're a team member of, uh, or was a team member of the Chinese Taipei. Uh, so you played uh, not only as an individual, but you've played uh, with, with some other fellow competitors as well uh, in a team format. Um, how was that? Tell us a little bit about that experience. You know, that was um, very a very cool experience. That was um, my first year on the LPGA, and never I never never thought I was gonna get um, get into to the team and play with um, three other um, amazing players um, who are from Taiwan as well. You know, um, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, we always play golf as um, individually. And you know, you finally get a chance to play as a team, and um, um, yeah, it just was amazing. You know, it was my first time. I was um, I was nervous at the beginning. You know, I just you know my uh, my teammates just keep um, talking to me, and they just um, encourage me a lot. So um, so yeah, it's uh, it just um, such um, important um, important things uh, in my golf career. Do you think very quickly, and then, I'm, then Cindy, I'm going to pass it over to you. Do you think, um, Suchia, that uh, playing on that team uh, helped you a little bit by giving you um, that extra confidence and, and encouragement from your fellow teammates um, that's helped you in your in your solo career? For sure, um, you know, I say that's um, that that's woman at the at the moment that you know. At that time, it was um, it was a new tournament. Uh, we never get to play as a team, um, and you know, play with um, all the best best player um, around the world. It just um, it just really gets me confidence, and you know, knowing myself got um, ability to compete with them. It just um, yeah, very cool. Well, fantastic, and again, congratulations on your win on this Meta Tour. Um, Cindy, I know you've got some questions as well, so Thank go you. ahead. Did you turn pro when you were 17? Yes, that was um, when I played my first year. Um, I was 17. Yes. So, did you travel alone? No, um, my mom was just um, she was on my side for um, the past four four years. And she's still with you now. Yeah, she is. That's awesome because otherwise it would be pretty scary, I would think. Um, did you do you do you have sponsors or were you able to fi- have enough money from your family to be able to travel and do all of this? Because I'm sure there's a lot of yeah, people was, out there that are listening. Yeah, I was very lucky. I had um, you know 
um, in my first year, I had um, a couple sponsors who's um, from Taiwan. They just um, supported me um, all the way till now, you know. So I was very lucky. I would just um, appreciate their um, support. That's awesome. That's awesome. What do you like best about playing golf? You know, golf, it's just um, like you never know what's going to happen. It just, and it's interesting. It just, uh, I, I guess it's a little different than other sports, you know. Um, it's um, individually and it's, um, it's, I mean, it's challenge. Um, and, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Just like, just like the past weekend, you know, I never, I never, I never knew I was going to win the, the, like the tournament, the title, um, even on, you know, 17th, you know, so you never know what's going to happen and you can, you can give up. You never, you never give up. That's, um, um, I guess that's why I like golf, you know, you get, um, up and down, you play good and sometimes you don't play good. Um, but you, you both, um, like you, you gotta, you gotta learn something from that, you know. That's for sure. I totally agree with you. What What's the best part of your game? Um, my driving accuracy is pretty good. Um, my putting has been pretty good recently, you know. Um, and recently I feel a lot of improvement. It's my uh, mental game. That's great. Now, have you gone to see anybody for your mental game, or have you just worked on it by your by yourself? Um, I actually um, started seeing a mental coach um, back in Taiwan um, since probably last year. Awesome. Awesome. And what do they have you working on? Do you mind if I it ask? Just, um, um, he really told me just about, like, the, the mindset. So um, I started seeing um, my, like, my golf a little differently. You know, I just um, um, take it easy, you know, I just go there and I'm just trying to go there and have fun and just stay one shot at a time, you know, I'm just going to, you know, focus on my process. Awesome. We all need to learn that for sure. Ted, go ahead. Um, so, Chia, let me ask you just to, to sort of piggyback on that. Um you know, we, we've talked to quite a few of the Symmetra Tour players here over the last several years, and um, many of them have had struggles like you have with the mental side of their game, uh, and then obviously come to realize that it is, and even though they're playing a professional, um, that they just need to sometimes chill a little bit and just go out there and have some fun. Um, did you notice a big difference in how you began playing once you started working with this uh, mental coach back home in Taiwan? Did you notice a difference in how you were approaching the game than from what you did before? Yeah, I mean, um, the like, the, like you know, from just this year and last year, you know, before I started working with him, it just, um, um, like, last year I was just really to, I trying to play, I tried to play good, like, too much, you know, just thinking too much, um, thinking too much about scores, thinking too much about, you know, all the ranking and all that stuff, you know, all the players. Um, right now, I just, um, I kind of learn it from him and learn it from, you know, my experience as well, you know, I, you know, I just know, um, what should I do at, the, like, at this moment, at, you know, so, um, 
yeah, I, I feel like it's a lot of difference. I just, like right now, I just, when I go play, I just, you know, mocho and, um, yeah, stay more positive and, you know, trying to smile more and, you know, like the positive energy, you know, trying to stay positive, yeah. Yeah, I think that's some great advice. You know, this is, as I said, this is something that, you know, we've heard quite a bit from some of the young ladies like yourself that have come on the show um, that they put a lot of pressure on themselves, you know, trying to be, you know, hitting every shot just perfect and, and, you know, they're focusing on the score and technique so much that they forget to actually how to play the game. They're, they're too, um, we call it a sort of paralysis by analysis, if you will. Um, now you mentioned a few moments ago, um, Cindy asked you what was, uh, you know, the good parts of your game and you mentioned driving accuracy and also putting. And I just want to mention very quickly for the, the listeners out there, and then I'll get you to, to comment. Um, you were sort of in, in a final pairing with Paul Arito, uh from South Africa, and uh, you bogeyed actually number 12 in the final round to give her an advantage. Um, but then as you came down the stretch, you uh, uh, birdied both number 17 and 18. And on 18, you actually sunk an 18-foot putt uh, to actually clinch a two-stroke win. So what – What's different about your putting this season than maybe the last couple of seasons? What's improved particularly? You know, I just, um, I started to do, um, you know, more drills um, um, with my, with my coach. Um, you know, he always mentioned about, you know, my putting stroke. It's, it's pretty good, but I just never, I never feel like I was good enough to make, you know, um, you know, all the putts on, out there um so um i just um stay on my uh stay just focus on my strokes and then really just pay attention on my um rhythm out there and then i feel like my um long putt it's getting improved a lot and then i guess just because um you know i i guess it's all from experience you know so you would say then it was not so much the accuracy of your putting but more the distance control that you were having a little bit of struggle with earlier on, correct? Did I read that right? Yes, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's something that's common for a lot of the players out there. I think most of them know how to aim at the hole, but uh, just getting that distance, especially when you're playing different courses week to week, you know, the conditions are always going to be different. Some are going to be a little faster green, some are going to be a little slower green, so it's it's always a constant adjustment. So, what are some areas besides the putting that's giving you a little bit of trouble? What area, other areas in your game have you really been working on over the last uh, you know year or so that's helped you to bring you to this win this last week? Um, I would say it's always like my second shot, you know, like the shot you you go you go in for the pin. Um, I was really working on like my shirt iron, something around like eighties. Um to maybe like 120, you know. I just, I always wanted to be like better to hit it like closer. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's obviously going to be important. Um, let me just ask you one other uh, question, then, Cindy, I'm going to throw it back to you. Um, what about other routines that you have besides obviously uh, playing golf? Do you um, have a sort of a fitness routine and what about nutrition? Are you pretty, you know, uh, what we would say diligent about what you eat to make sure you're eating good foods that are going to give you energy and, and that sort of thing? What, what about that type of thing? 
Um, so yeah, I pretty um stick to my um workout routine. So um, like in the off week, I'll probably w- uh, work like twice or three times a week. I'll, I'll try to do that. Um, and then um, in the tournament weeks, I'll try to do maybe one workout a week, and then I'll do um. So before the round, I'll definitely do like a warm up, and then after the round in my hotel rooms, I'll definitely do like a stretch and you know. Do all like you know foam rolling stuff um, just to get myself a better um, condition, um, and also like the food. Um, the food wise, we just you know I was just trying to eat healthy and eat um, you know like the good food to give myself a better energy to 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 play in the tournament to get ready. Yeah, I try to stay away from a lot of the sugars and things like that that are going to cause you to spike throughout the round, and, and um, that those are obviously not good things. Um, Cindy, go ahead. I know you might have some other questions. What do you do for fun? Hmm. Um, so um, me and my mom, we both um, like to watch um, like dramas back home, uh, TV shows, um, and uh, we both like shopping. You know, so um, it's kind of a good thing for both of us. You know, like in off day or in off day, we're just gonna, you know, go, you know, go hit the mall and just, you know, go, you know, walk around and, you know, see like new stuff. So <laughs> I'm with you. I like to do retail therapy as well. <laughs> do you get back home? at all during the year or do you just stay here during the season and go home when the season's over? I actually um went back home once um this year during the season. So I actually skipped uh, one of the tournament in uh, Arkansas. Um so I give myself like uh ten um ten days for um two weeks off um uh, back home. You know, I just thought maybe I'll I'll need it because um, it's kinda like long long season for us, you know, once we come here, we actually came um, before the season start just to get, you know, all, I see my coach um, doing all the, like, the training stuff, um, so it's kind of, it's quite a long time, you know, for me and me and my mom, we both, um, we miss home, you know, um, all my families and friends, uh, they are still back home, so, um, yeah, so I know, so we normally do, um, we'll go back once in the season and then, you know, um, wait till the season finish, we'll go back to Taiwan, yeah. Awesome. And who's your coach here? Uh, his name um Chris Mason. He's um based in San Diego. Awesome. Awesome. Go ahead, Ted. All right. Um, uh, Suchia, let me just ask you just a a, a couple of uh, quick uh, final questions, and then we'll we'll let you go. Are you off this week? Or are you playing in a? Or is there a tournament this week that you're playing in? No, we actually had the week off this week. Oh, okay. So you're going to relax a little bit and, and get in a few workouts. Okay, so let me ask you, you you've obviously uh, won this past weekend, as we've mentioned a couple of times here, and uh, you and your mom like to, to do, as Cindy put, a little retail therapy. Uh, so now that you have this winner's check, is there something, obviously you've got to save some, but is there something special that you're going to do um, maybe you and your mom together or is it something special that you want to buy for yourself just as a kind of a reward uh, for, for doing such a, an awesome job? 
Um, so, you know, recently, um, me and my family were planning to, to, um, get a new house, um, back in Taiwan. So I guess this, um, you know, it's a big help for us. Um, you know, we're just, um, right now we're just looking around like the houses in Taiwan. So, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, that's, that's a point. Very good. Um, now, the other thing I wanted to ask you as well, now that you've got your first win, and obviously that takes a lot of pressure off you knowing, and I think you've always known, obviously from how you've played over the years, that, that you know you've got the game to, to compete with some of the best young ladies out there. Um, but what's this going to do for your game moving forward? Now that you've got this win, and that, that sort of, as they refer to, that, that monkey is off your back a little bit, how is this going to help you moving forward? You know, this is definitely going to help my confidence. Um, you know, I got, I know myself, know, um, you know, I got ability to, to win this tournament right now, not just, you know, finish like, you know, top 10 every week, um, which is going to help me a lot. And then as, as why I mentioned, I know my game now better. Um, so, you know, when I go out there and play, I just know, um, you know, what should I do at that situation or this situation? You know, I know, I know myself better right now, like technically or just mentally wise, you know? So, um, it's, um, definitely going to help me, um, you know, as for like, you know, for the last, um, maybe like five tournaments, you know, um, I just believe in myself, you know, you still got like a lot of chances out there. You can just go out there and just maybe, you know, win that tournament, you never know. Right. Right, exactly. And and obviously I knew that was going to be your answer that, you know, obviously you now have a newfound confidence, even though you were pretty confident before, this just sort of confirms um, all of the the hard work that you've done and it sort of brings it to uh, a finality, if you will, that say, okay, now I know I can do this. So moving forward into, um, I think you've got, you said about five tournaments left, um, what's going to be your focus? Are you going to focus differently? because you've got the win now, or are you just going to stick to the game plan that you know that's worked for you thus far? Yeah, so, um, like, before this week, my um, my goal is just always to, you know, get into the top three of the money list, you know. So I'm now, you know, <clears throat> I'm at third right now, so it, which is um, a pretty good position. Um, but, you know, you never, like, you, you like, you never want you you ever want to be like better. So um, I will pretty much stick um, you know all my strategies, uh, all my you know game plans right now. So um, just you know just trying to do um, better better every shot. You know go out there have fun and then um, yeah. Well, I think that's fantastic, and I I imagine. Uh, after this weekend, you had a pretty big smile on your face um, once you uh, held up the trophy and uh, and the winner's check. So um, congratulations again, uh, Suchia, on a well-deserved win. And just keep up the hard work and just go out, as you said, go out and have some fun and just enjoy the experience. And more wins will definitely come your way. So we want to thank you. You did a fantastic job this morning. Thank you very much for joining us on the Women of Golf Show. And We hope that uh, you'll come back and join us again sometime. Sure. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Cindy. You're welcome, honey. Good luck. Many birdies. Thank you.
All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was uh, Suchia Chang, uh, winner of the uh, Firekeepers uh, Casino Hotel Championship uh, uh, here on the Symmetra Tour. Um, you know, and Cindy, what's interesting is, you know, you talked about, you know, the travel a little bit and, you know, having to go back home. And that, that's got to be hard for a player like Suchia who – you know, is away from uh, most of her family and friends and is in a foreign country and having to stay focused on the game while at the same time not having uh, as big of a support system on the road like that. That's got to be tough. What do you think? Um, yes and no. I mean, again, it's her dream and goal to play on the LPGA Tour. And our, you know, the LPGA Tour is the largest women's sports organization and biggest global tour in the world. So that's where you want to be. I think it's great that her mom's with her. So, Mm. I mean, yeah, as long as you can go home, it's just, that's part of the job. You sign up to do this. That's what you have to do. So I, you know, I think it's great. She gets to go home in the middle of the year. She'll be home twice a year then after I get, I would assume after the season and then during the season. So, um, that's just part of the gig. I think it's great. If she was alone, yes, that would be horrible. But she's got her yeah. mom here, and she's got sponsors. I mean, there's kids here that are 21 that are traveling alone that don't have sponsors, that don't have their parents with them. And, you know, that's really scary because every putt matters, and you don't have enough money to keep playing. So, you know, it's right. a tough life for anybody. Right, exactly. I, I agree. Well, it certainly sounds like she's got a good head in her shoulders. And, you know, it, it, it always amazes me, Cindy, you know, talking with some of these young ladies um, from the Symmetra Tour, just how um, not just focused on their game, but just um, focused in life in general. I mean, they just seem to be very, you know, they're well-mannered. They're just really got, um, you know, they, they know what they want. They're not sort of, you know, well, I don't know what I want to do and this, that. They're They're very focused on They've got an agenda. They've got a goal or, or several goals, um, and they just keep, you know, pointing in that direction of that goal. And uh, sometimes they have a few bumps and hiccups along the way, um, and uh, I'm sure some, you know, uh, have to back out and and uh, find something else. But I think most of them stay the course, and I think that says a lot uh, about women's golf, particularly the direction it's going, is that these uh, they've got a good group of young ladies coming up um, through the ranks. Uh, What do you think? I I totally agree. Again, she started playing when she was six or seven. She's had the best coaching in the world. These kids nowadays, you know, there's the U.S. Kids Golf Tour. There's, um, you know, local PGA. We have Western New York PGA Junior Tour the Hurricane Junior Tour, the FCWT, the IJGT, the AJGA. I mean, these kids are like tour players when they're 14 and 15 years old. I mean, she was 17 years old when she turned pro. She's never gone to college. Right. You know, so her whole life is golf. Right. So, you know, again, is it hard? Yeah, it's hard, but that's what you do when this is what you want. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, it puts them in the right uh, mindset. All right, before we bring Kelly on, Cindy, I know that we've got a, a promotional spot that we want to play on, on your behalf, so go ahead and set that up. Exactly. So um, 
most people use the game of golf as a business tool, if not for recreation and family time. So take a listen. Everyone knows business deals are made on the golf course. Knowing how to act is just as important as how you hit it. As an LPGA professional and corporate trainer, I offer workshops, seminars, and executive retreats to teach you how to do both. From the back nine to the boardroom, improve your team from the inside out, or Golf 101 for Executives might be the perfect fit for your team. Maybe it's time to make some deals on the course. For more information, go to cindymillerinc.com. All right, and make sure you do that at the end of the show. Visit cindymillerinc.com to get more information and uh, also to reach out to Cindy Miller. Um, all right, Cindy, well, we've got uh, another of the uh, Miller clan, if you will, joining us once again on the show. Uh, of course, we're talking about your daughter, Kelly, uh, who is the uh, senior talent booking producer at the Golf Channel. And uh, she's worked with uh, not only in player relations, uh, but deals with the talent uh, players and tours on behalf of the Golf Channel. Uh, she's been with them since 2007 and uh, was also uh, Jimmy Roberts' primetime producer at three of uh, the Olympic Games. So, uh, let's welcome uh, Cindy's daughter, Kelly Miller, Alicia, to the show. Good morning. Morning. <laughs> good, good How morning. How are you, darling? <laughs> Go ahead, Cindy. You can start us off. Okay. So what I want to know is how did you get started in this business, and how did you get started at the Golf Channel? Um, well, I had done internships in college um, for uh, in television. Um, I l- interned at our local uh, television station, and then I interned with the Buffalo Sabres, and it was something that, you know, I thought I really was interested in. Um, where I went to college, we didn't have a television program, so that's why I did the internships. Um, and so I graduated, and I was still, you know, kind of looking and dabbling around, and uh, there was a position open at the Golf Channel for a production associate helping um, on some various shows. I applied for that. I didn't get the job. Um, and then just out of the blue, I got a call saying that there was a new PA uh, position open for a, a specific show, um, and they were interested if I was wondering if I was interested in uh, applying, so I did. I got the job and I moved to Orlando. Um, and then I, you know, worked on that show for about six months. It was a freelance gig. And then I got offered a full-time position as a production associate. So that's how everything got started for me at the golf channel. Now describe what a production associate does. They are in charge of helping the producers of the show um, put on a show or, do if there's graphics or anything like that they're basically like the helper so not necessarily an assistant as you would think in another um, genres of business or anything like that but they have a certain role to help um, put on an entire production or a specific show it could be with even just logging an interview like if there's an interview that's done they literally transcribe what what is said so that you know the producer or talent um, or whoever you know what have you uh, maybe comes up with a script, so they um, they can look at video, they can log golf shots. So let's say the PJ Tour, uh, the Tour Championship is this week. A production associate would be there, um, not logging anymore because we now have specific loggers that log. But um, when I started, 
we would literally log the golf tournament and then we'd get up and try to cut a highlight off of that. So, you know, they do any and everything with the production. And that goes for all assets. It can be in um, not just sports or anything like that. There's news. They have production associates, associate producers, and producers. Wow. Very cool. Okay. I have to ask a question. I was going to ask you this on the side, but I'll ask it to you on air. Who writes <laughs> the script that the talent reads from the teleprompter? It all depends. So uh, it could be um, the talent who likes to word it in their own writing, or it could be a producer who's scripting it in there for them. Specifically, if it's like a sales element, they might just copy and paste. And, you know, there's certain things that they have to read specifically. Um, but if it's leading to a piece, and if it's a piece that I, let's say if I was a feature producer and I was the one who worked on the feature, I would write the lead that the talent would say, and then they might tweak it, or they might just read what I write. If it's something that they know and want to do, they could write it. So it, it all depends on, um, you know, the producer, talent, um, and what they're actually leading to. Okay. Ted, go ahead. Um, Kelly, welcome back uh, to the Women of Golf. First off, thank you, and uh, congratulations you. once again on, on your little one. Um, so thank just you. remind us, uh, you, ha- you had a baby not too long ago, uh, and I think you're – are you still on maternity leave? I am. She's two months old, uh, and I am still on maternity leave. <laughs> so I was wow. not able to travel to a handful of the events that I normally would. <laughs> well, congratulations again, and I know you're very excited. As I know, um, uh, your mom and dad are, are obviously excited grandparents. Um, so let me ask you, speaking of, of mom and dad, uh, obviously, as you know, and most of the listeners that have tuned into the show know that uh, – uh, the Miller family is quite entrenched in the golf business. Um, what do you think you've learned from your parents, uh, both on and off the golf course, if you will? And what I mean by that is from a golf perspective and also a personal perspective that you think has helped you um, at the Golf Channel. Um, I think that in, you know, it might not just be in golf but in all sports, but they've reached the highest level in, you know, their field playing on the LPGA and PGA Tour, and they know what hard work is. So I think that sometimes when, um, you know, things might get tough and you might not be getting what you, you know, necessarily want, um, for, you know, you keep on trucking. For example, when I first graduated, you know, I graduated um, and I didn't have a job right away. So I was waitressing and stuff, and I really wanted to work in television. And I just kept trying or looking for openings and, you know, just kept trucking along. And then it was basically pretty much two years later that I got the job at Golf Channel. So, you know, you can be frustrated and whatnot, but as long as you keep on trying, which, you know, again, in sports, you know, they had to do as well. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned from them. Yeah, I would agree. I think they have a great work ethic. Um, Now, between the two, Personality-wise, who do you most emulate? Are you more like your mom, <laughs> um, or are you more like your, or are you more like your dad, or somewhere in between? I'm completely like my mother. <laughs> it's hysterical. Oh, it's um, yeah. It's and it's it's basically 
uh, identical pretty much. <laughs> well, they Kelly, they have a saying down here. I'm sure you've heard it before in the South. It's called bless your heart. So, um, no, I think that's not. Yes. Um, but, all right, so let me ask you something. So, <laughs> just a little, a little Tuesday morning fun. Um, no, I think that's fantastic. I have the utmost respect, obviously, for both of your parents. Obviously, I've had the pleasure of, of um, co-hosting this show with your mom for the last several years, and uh, she's just a, a great asset to the game and obviously a great asset to the show. Um, yeah. So, so let me ask you, uh, and I mean that sincerely, Cindy. I've said that to you before. I think you're just a, uh, a, great, uh, a great ambassador to this game and just life in general. You do so many great things for everybody and very giving of your time and so forth. So if, if you're a chip off mom's uh, block, if you will, then kudos <laughs> to you, Kelly. Congratulations. You, you've, you've, uh, you. You're doing well. So let me ask you something just a little bit going back to the golf channel for a second. So pretty much you're kind of behind the scenes, um, you know, helping with the production of different shows and things like that. Um, have you ever, or are you interested in ever getting in front of the camera? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I do not want to be in front of the camera at all. <laughs> and that's not to say, um, you know, people who are do a great job and all that stuff. I just, so everything that has to go into it, there's so much that behind the scenes that people don't realize and see. Like, and you're, when, when you're on the air, you're out there, you, you know, that's your face. You're, there's so much research and everything. Now, I can do all that behind the scenes and know um, and be on point with that. But then you have to worry about, you know, how you look and your hair and all right. that other stuff. And there, it's, it's very, very difficult. You know, you look, you know, I, if you're ever interested, you know, people who are <laughs> knock, you know, people that are on camera, you know, it's very hard. You're talking into a, basically a, a lens, you know, in, in, it, there's nothing there, and so it, it's very, very difficult to do. I mean, people that um, our talent are wonderful, um, you know, and you have to be on point and just get all your stats right. I mean, you know, people do make mistakes, but um, yeah, I, do, I definitely have no, uh, <laughs> no, no desire to be in front of the camera on television. <laughs> Well, that's one thing that you're different than than uh, your parents, because obviously they've been involved with the uh, Academy Live at Golf Channel and done many, many instructional uh, spots and that on the Golf Channel. So obviously they do enjoy uh, both in front and, and, and behind the camera, if you will. Um, so let yeah. me ask you uh, very, very quickly, um, let's talk about, uh, again, the Golf Channel. And I know you've been off for, for a little bit uh, for maternity leave, but you've obviously been there for most of this season. Um, as you review yeah. 2019, yeah. If you as you review 2019 in your mind, what were some things that really stood out? That um, not so much that you were necessarily proud of being involved with, but just really thought, wow, this was kind of cool, and I really enjoyed being a part of this uh, particular project. Uh, I would say, in all my years at Golf Channel, being at the Masters this year when Tiger won was one of the coolest things um, to be at. I was at the, um, I was at Bay Hill in 2008 when he made that super long putt. That was, you know, really neat and energetic. But having him be there when he won this year, even um, 
watching the golf uh, from our set during the day on that Sunday, um, you know, all of us on the crew and talent and all the people I work with were sitting there watching and we're like, oh, my goodness, you know, and we're all rooting, which, I mean, we all watch golf, and but this was like cheering together, you know, as he, you know, going around um, mm-hmm. uh, Augusta National, and it was just so cool, and the the energy, and it was just unlike anything that I've ever been a part of or seen, you know, because he, you know, hadn't won a major since 2008, and just the vibe and everything around it was just, it was really, really cool to be around. Yeah, I would agree. I, I was, um, you know, obviously I don't get a chance as much as I'd like to to watch a lot of the tournaments, but I made a point. Um, um, I always enjoy watching the majors, but the Masters is always uh, a favorite of mine, and I really enjoyed it this year as well, so I agree with you. So looking forward now, um, when you get back uh, into the uh, quote-unquote swing of things at the Golf Channel, um, yep. what are some future projects that you can share with us? You don't have to give us all the details, but uh, are there some future projects coming up that you're aware of that you can share that you're really excited about? I think one thing that'll be really neat, um, you know, coming up this week is the tour championship, which is, you know, always exciting um, and finished mm-hmm. to uh, the season. Um, I won't be back at work yet, but I'm excited to, you know, to see who, you know, wins the tour championship and then the FedEx cup. Um, Solheim Cup uh, is coming up. That'll be on Golf Channel. And the team, uh, uh, United States team, will be set after this Sunday at the the LPGA's event um, this weekend um, in Canada. So that team will be set. And then the European team was just set last week. So that's something that's exciting. I love team play. I love Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup. Um, But then the big thing at the end of the year is the President's Cup that'll be in Australia. And I think it's just really neat that, you know, Tiger's going to be the captain um, for the right. U.S. team. Ernie Els is there for uh, the internationals. So that's something. The, uh, team play towards the end of the year is always fun. I mean, the PJ Tour season does start, um, you know, the 2020 season um, just this fall after uh, in September. So that's always neat. But I think the two biggest things I'm excited about is the Solheim Cup and the President's Cup. Yeah, I, I am as well. I've been watching here uh, the last uh, couple of days on the Golf Channel. Of course, they're interviewing Tiger about uh, his final picks and so forth. So it's been kind of interesting to see what he's going to do. I agree with you. I think it's going to be very yep. interesting. Um, and you, you touched on something, and then, Cindy, I'm going to give it back to you before we have to wrap up. Um, you know, you mentioned about starting up in November again for next year. Um, this has always sort of been traditionally for a long time in golf, was, uh, and, and I use this term affectionately, but kind of the silly season. This was not really, um, you know, before the FedEx Cup really came into play. This was sort of a wind down for people just to, you know, kind of try to maintain their card or what have you. Um, the seasons are getting, uh, you know, obviously longer um, than what they have been. Is that difficult for you guys at the Golf Channel, I mean, obviously it's, it's great to have that uh, longevity, but at the same time, come the end of the season, you've got to be pretty tired um, and, and needing some <laughs> a, a bit of a break. So does it make it does it make it difficult to do that because the seasons are longer now? Um, it you know it it's not easy, but you know I think this year's a lot different because they've moved all the events like the tour championship would normally be uh, in September where now we're finishing in August. So 
it, it made this year specifically, it was very compact, um, you know, in the, the beginning of the year into the middle. And now if there's going to be a little bit of a break. You know, I think that'll help. Um, and then as the season picks up again, you know, it, it, it they, you still get a little bit of a break. So it's not too bad. You know what I mean? I think in years past, um, it might have felt like, oh, the season just finished and now we're picking up again. But um, I think this year is going to be a lot different. People are excited, you know, to have um, the new, you know, the event start and have a little bit of a break. But I think it'll be, um, it won't be that bad, I think, this year. Yeah, I think it, you know, for a lot of it, because it's such a global game now, too, I think it's, it, it's, um, you know, you've got to actually have a, a little bit longer season because there's just so many people that want to, you know, get out there and carve their niche on the tour that, um, you know, yeah. you have to sort of have those extra events to just allow some of those people just to, to be able to maintain things. Um, Cindy, go ahead. I know you've got uh, maybe some more questions for Kelly. What do you like the best about your new job? Um, I like that uh, I'm trying to think what's the best part that I like. I like being able to um you know there's ideas for guests and whatnot. I think it's neat to when we have an idea um for something a little bit more in depth instead of just having like you know your winners on and whatnot. If there's an idea that we have um, as a guest, and you hear the baby a little bit in the background. <laughs> um, so if we have an idea for something, and, you know, I'm in charge of kind of helping see that through. So if, if I, there's – I can't remember exactly the story, but there was something we saw, and, you know, we wanted to have a guest on. Well, I had to, you know, investigate, try to find their contact info, um, you know, then reach out to them see if they can come on and then, you know, seeing something from start to finish, I think is really neat. Not that I didn't before and doing features and stuff, but you know, it's more of investigative. How can we find this contact and then trying to get them on. And then when we finally have them on the show, um, I think it's one of the neat things about my job now. Awesome. Awesome. Ted. So, let me ask you, Kelly, just um, again, sort of keeping on that theme of, of booking talent and things like that. Obviously, you know, there's projects that you might be aware of several months out, so you've got plenty of time. But obviously, there's things that happen, you know, in the golfing world um, sometimes very quickly and you have to react. Um, so, I would imagine you have to be somebody that works very well under pressure. You know, there might be a storyline that's come up and uh, you know, the powers that be at the Golf Channel said, you know, okay, Kelly, we need to get on top of this one here. This is sort of almost breaking news, if you will. Um, yeah. How how do you handle a situation like that? What do you do? Do you kind of pull your hair out and and uh, and 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 say, I don't know what I'm going to do here, or do you think you've you've developed enough talent now and, and enough expertise to say, okay, I know how to focus myself in a situation like this because I've had to do it before, and and how do you proceed? I think a lot of it, you know, before this job, I was doing, um, you know, features and stuff, and you're on a deadline. If, you know, this piece has to make air, and it, we need to have it on now. Like, it's that, or you're going to miss the slot. And it's, I think that I've, I learned to deal with, you know, television pressure like that um, with that job. So I think that 
that's helped in, you know, my job now. And, you know, there's only so much you can do. So if we aren't hearing back from a guest or somebody might not want to come on, then we go to the next thing. And it's more of thinking ahead of who is that next contact. You reach out to somebody, let's say you need, you know, you need an analyst to react, right? And we do have a slew of analysts at Golf Channel, but sometimes they're not always available. So it's who's the next mm-hmm. best, you know, guest. Always thinking ahead, being on your toes. If this person can't come on, who else can we look at? Cause, so then you're prepared, um, you know, if, they, if that person that you reach out to cannot come on, you know. So I think it's always thinking ahead is what, um, again, in breaking news, you can't totally think ahead, but it's having the right. knowledge of who is the best, you know, person to get on and thinking through all of that. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, I, I agree with that. And, you know, obviously there's going to be situations that come up um, where you, you really have to um, make a decision at a moment's notice. Like you said, talent, maybe suddenly uh, they've gotten sick, they can't be available, so you've got to kind of scramble or you've got to position things in a way to, to be able to fill that void. So, yeah, you have to be fast on your feet. Um, when Let me ask you just a final question, and, and then we'll let you go because uh, I know you've got uh, a little one there to, to mine too. Um, when do you go back? When you when do you back off maternity leave and and into the full swing of things? I go back um, in the beginning of October, so I will be back. Um, oh. So we get uh, I get a pretty good chunk off. The baby will be just shy of four months old, so um, I'm looking forward to it. I miss everyone that I work with. It's crazy that I'm you know <laughs> I, I usually would have gone to all the majors and I was sitting from home in the hospital watching the U.S. Open because that's when I had uh, my daughter. And then I was watching from home, um, the, you know, the telecast and the coverage and then our shows from the Open Championship. So uh, I'll be glad to be back in the swing of things. Yeah. Now, I know that you're not um, yourself uh, a big, big golfer. I know you played a little bit here and there, but uh, you're not as much of a golfer as, as you are more behind the scenes. Was there ever a time uh, growing up that you had that desire? I mean, obviously, I know your brother Jamie, who's been on the show, uh, plays uh, a lot of golf um, and and uh, and so forth. Was there ever a time that you thought, yeah, I really want to play golf too, or it was just not something in the wheelhouse for you? It was, I, it was not really in the wheelhouse for me. I don't think I ever really even thought about it. I did always play junior golf. I played in their club, you know. But the funny, I don't, I never really took it seriously because. But just like even when I know, remember when my mom was trying to plan a Legends tour, and this is going to sound silly because I grew up with parents that are professional golfers, but, you know, I wouldn't really pay attention to yardages in junior golf. I'd be like, eh, I'm just going to hit this club and, you know, pick it out. <laughs> I, would just, I didn't know you could really own in on how far you're going to hit the club. I would go to par three at our golf course and take out my three wood and hit it, and why are you picking that club? Because I want to hit it, you know, and I'd hit it way over the green because <laughs> I didn't know, you know. So now that I know, I mean, I've learned and, like, paid attention more to that, and I'm like, well, wow, I could really, you know, I could have been a pretty good golfer, you know, because I could still shoot. <laughs> Last time I played, I broke 90, so it's like if I actually tried, maybe I could have gone to college for free and played on a scholarship and done something, but just for <laughs> take it a little bit more seriously. Um, but, you know, I enjoy playing. It's hard in the summer in Florida. Um, I mean, one, right. I have a baby this this time around, but um, it's just so hot. But, you know, 
I still enjoy going out and playing. I played in our golf tournament. Um, we have a year-end golf tournament for our Golf Central crew and Morning Drive crew at Golf Channel in, in December. Um, you know, and it was like, wow, I should do more of this. And then, you know, I didn't play that bad and made some putts and, you know, hit some drives in the fairway. And you're like, okay, this is fun. I got to play more. And then didn't I you win? You know? Didn't you guys win no, one year? We uh we we were like second. We had an all girls team and we came in second. So that was pretty pretty wow. exciting one year. But yeah. So I enjoy it. It's fun. You know, I don't take myself too seriously. So if I hit a bad shot, I'll hit another one. Or if I um hit it in the bunker, I'll just pick it up and take it out. I don't play by the rules, but I'm not keeping score either. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> if I'm keeping score, I wouldn't do any of that. But. <laughs> Right. (laughs) I think that's fantastic. (laughs) Well, you know what, Kelly, I think, you know, what you do, everybody plays a role. And, uh, you know, I think obviously you found your niche um, and you enjoy, as you said, sort of working behind the scenes and and, uh, uh, obviously somebody that works well under pressure. And and, uh, that says a lot to um, all the the hard work that your parents put into uh, raising you as, as a young lady. So, I think that's kudos to, to both uh, Alan and Cindy for that. Um, let me just ask you one final question, and I promise you we're going to let you go. If golf was not in the forefront and uh, you were not working at the Golf Channel, what would be your second pick? What would you like to do besides this if this wasn't an option? Ooh. I, I don't know. I like planning things and having things organized, so maybe a party planner or something like that. Um, I could see myself doing – I did do an internship um, in college after with um, Golf Digest doing event planning. Um, so even if it wasn't a golf entity, I could see myself, you know, maybe being an event planner or something like that. I don't know. Very interesting. So kind of along the same line, I mean, you – being an organizer and, and a planner, I think that's fantastic, and that's obviously why you do so well at the Golf Channel. So uh, they're obviously reaping the benefits there. Well, Kelly, um, I know uh, your, your mother would uh, say a thousand thank yous. I will say a thank you as well uh, for coming on. We always enjoy having you come on and, and learn a little bit more uh, about what it is that you do. And I hope you come back and join us again maybe uh, a little bit later on, either this season or maybe early next season, to let us know what's happening in 2020. But uh, we appreciate you giving of your time, and congratulations again uh, on uh, your your new little one. And uh, who knows, maybe she will be the next uh, LPGA professional. Right, there you go. You never know. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, right. Ronnie. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. Um, definitely a chip off the old block, I would say, Cindy. I would agree with that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah, a little control freak, just like her mother. Yeah, that's okay, though. Nothing wrong with that. All right, we want to thank everybody for joining us this morning. Uh, again, a special thank you to our earlier guest, uh, uh, Suchia Chang, uh, winner of the Firekeeper Casino Hotel Championship off the Symmetra Tour. Congratulations again. And, of course, uh, Cindy's daughter, Kelly, uh, senior talent booking producer at the Golf Channel. Uh, currently on maternity leave, but we'll be returning in a couple of months and uh, right back at it, producing some other great uh, shows uh, on the Golf Channel. So on behalf of Cindy Miller and I, we want to thank you 
uh, for joining us this morning. I'm Ted Odorico. God bless everybody, and we'll see you next time on the Women of Golf Show. Thank you, Cindy. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for listening this morning to the Women of Golf Show. Tune in live each week by visiting blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf or on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course Spotify. If you can't join us live, check out our on-demand section for previously aired broadcasts. To get updates for future shows and upcoming guests, you can follow us on Facebook at Women of Golf. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ted and Buck CEO and Cindy at Cindy Miller Golf. Please remember to join us next week on the Women of Golf Show. See you next time. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.